The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life? Or what shall a man give in return for his life? For the Son of Man is come with his angels, for the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of the Father, and then he will repay every man for what he has done. Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord. So this, uh, these lines from the Lord to his disciples, they come after he has promised the establishment of the church upon Peter. And so he has promised that he will build this church upon Peter, who is the rock. And yet what we see is immediately the fickleness and the weakness of Peter becomes immediately evident after what the Lord says, where Peter tries to stop the Lord from going towards his cross. And so then the Lord then says to him, get behind me, Satan. So get behind me, the one who has become a scandal or is trying to interrupt what God wills, right? And so what we see in that is that the establishment of the church upon Peter is not because of any strength that is to be found in Peter himself that is of himself. It is a work that God will do in Peter, despite his weakness. As St. Paul says, God's power is made manifest in weakness. And so what we discover in our conversations with Christ, and so in our prayer, if you will, is what we see happen to St. Peter in what precedes today's gospel. Peter enters into a conversation with Christ where the Lord asks him a fundamental question. He says, who do men say that I am? Who do others, who am I? And this is our goal in prayer, which is to discover God, to discover Christ, to discover who he is in all of his depths, in all of his beauty. That is our pursuit that we take in prayer. And what we can see then is that Peter is moved interiorly to proclaim him to be who he is. That is the goal of prayer, that we not only come to know Christ, but we have that courage and confidence and knowledge to proclaim who he is in truth. And then what also should be the fruit of prayer is that we then follow according to God's will, which is what the Lord gets to in today's gospel after Peter has tried to deter Christ from the cross, the Lord again reaffirms that it is necessary that he goes and suffers for our sake. But not only that he goes towards the cross, but as he says in today's gospel, we also must move towards the cross. The Christian has an orientation in this life, which is towards the cross, to taking it up, to carrying it, and to following after the one who leads us in love, 
the one who manifests his love on the cross. This is the call of the Christian, to take up our cross and to suffer for love of God and for love of neighbor. That is the example we have in Christ. That is what he calls us to do. Now, this is not something that we can do of our own power, as we see in St. Peter. It is something that God will do in us when we willfully submit ourselves to him and choose to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow after him. In the first reading for today, we can see that it is God's work. Behold, on the mountains, the feet of him who brings good tidings. A wonderful kind of prefiguration of the incarnation of Christ, a type of the incarnation of Christ. The mountains being the highest points on earth, and yet he stands upon them with his feet. He is above all things, and he is the one who brings this good news. The good news that what we are called to is not something that we have to struggle towards alone. It is something that he will do in us. And so what does it mean to deny ourselves? St. Gregory says that our self-denial is threefold, and it's in accordance with the different stages of prayer. And so an interior life and a prayer life is not something that, is, you know, to, that we can take for granted. A prayer life, especially a life of mental prayer and meditation upon the Lord and upon God, is necessary. And so to deny ourselves first and foremost, as St. Gregory says, is to turn away from sin. It is that purgation from our life of all the things that are not of God, to be purged of all of those attachments that take us away from God and from away from his will. It is to enter into grace through the sacraments. But it's not simply to remain there. There is another type of self-denial which must happen in our life, which is to go from simply being in grace to seeking a life of perfection, to seek to become perfect. And we become perfect the more that we are conformed to Christ. And so we must hold Christ before our minds, and we must hold him in our hearts. And in that way, our minds and our hearts are transformed and made perfect according to Christ, who is the one to whom we are called to become more and more like. And in that, we move towards perfection. This is, if you will, the illuminative part of our interior life. And lastly, the third denial. So after denying sin and turning away from sin, after also denying a life of mediocrity but moving towards perfection, we also then deny our own will. This is the mystery of the unitive way in the spiritual life, dying to our own will so that God's will may be lived perfectly in us. And in this threefold denial, we move towards who God has created us to be. We move towards the saints that he wants us to be. And in doing this, we have the courage then to take up our cross, to take up our participation, as small as it might be or as big as it might be, in the sufferings of Christ and to unite all of our sufferings to his perfect sacrifice, which is what we do when we come to the Mass, at the moment of the consecration and at the elevation of the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. That's when we take all of the sufferings of our life and we hand them and unite them to his sufferings. And in that way, all of our sufferings take on meaning, merit, depth, salvific value. 
And as we do this and take up our cross, not for, simply for the cross's sake, but for Christ's sake, and we follow after him, this is what the Lord calls us to do. This is the road to perfection. This is the road for all of us, a road as we move towards becoming more and more like the one who has loved us from all eternity. Amen.